I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I'm just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, I prevail when you do it with all your heart and prosper. Do it with just a part and fail. The service is the worship. So let the will of the Most High prevail. The harvest is plenty. The fruits are ripe and drop. Ah, uh, too many distracted by the rat race to the top. Uh, but I and I optimistic Said John don't make no mistake Confident in all we do and say Cause I and I try to do it the most highway When we do it with all our heart and prosper Do it with just a part and fail The service is the worship so let the will of the Most High prevail When you do it with all your heart and prosper Do it with just a part and fail The service is the worship So let the will of the Most High prevail Some people want destruction of their enemies So that is when they activate Orchestrating vicious strategy Motivated by hate, the soulless lay in wait A generation of vipers Plotting to constrict the flow So I and I must know When to let go And just do it with all your heart and prosper Do it with just a part and fail The service is the worship let the will of the Most High prevail When you do it with all your heart and prosper Do it with just a part and fail The service is the worship So let the will of the Most High prevail All I heart, I prosper Do it with just 
the pot and fade. The service is the worship. So let the will of the Most High prevail. When you do it with all your heart and prosper, do it with just a pot and fail. The service is the worship. So let the will of the Most High prevail. Cocoons as a papillon Hungry caterpillar blossom from a dream fully grown Used to be scary, wonder what they think of me All fears evolved in the confidence eventually Now I rip stages, bust down the microphone Study with the sages, dust down the microphone Channeling the greatest, speak through the mouthpiece Little red bone fire started from the southeast Run with the warriors, armors on my chest plate Meet you with the battle horns, glaring at the west gate No time for dead weight, I'm moving vertically Will I miss the planet when I blast off? Certainly don't take it personally, earthlings don't understand Difference gets you hunted like contestants on the running man Homogeny is dated, and I am the future I'm headed for the sun and the moon, Punky Brewster, Brewster. Step into your spaceship, atmospheric hovering Wind blown star seeds, black soil covering Germinating heavyweights, deep space navigate Chants a song elevate, cosmic sound muttering, muttering, muttering my arms crossed, standing on 360. Long skirt, gold hoop, rings like a gypsy. Pull your heartstrings till your eyeballs are misty. Emotions hard to swallow like a strong shot of whiskey. Shifting, transformate as I'm lifting. Light beam shine, got the body form glistening. My grind metaphysical, spiritual hustler. I am a wild seed like Octavia Butler. They study my demeanor, trying to get my lotus pose. Drop a cool 16 with my poet's prose like I'm Nikki. Deathly not Minaj, Giovanni. I'm tripping off my ego with my duke. Ego, Falani, Wallahi. I am not the last but the first. I journey to the planet so my star seed disperse. I put it in the ditty so you memorize my verse. And I'm making revolutions cause I symbolize dessert. Step into your spaceship, atmospheric hovering. Wind blown star seeds, black soil covering. Germinating heavyweights, deep space navigate. Chant a song, elevate, cosmic sound, uttering, uttering. 
I'm spinning like a vortex, astroform vibrate, well-developed cortex, lesser rappers irate, they song to space, make the crowd titillate and gyrate, I give them sustenance to make glands salivate, rock a show fitted in some skinny pants, high waist, don't let the look fool you bruh, my flow annihilate, living in and out, why wait, show them love, why hate, you scared to get your achy ticket broke like race, sideways, I take it easy blood, I'm a smooth operator, I won't bomb you now, but I will freeze you later, cause ignorance is secretly the deep nominator, that's commonly found in your line notebook paper, I'm known as the savior, so I'm a civilizer, that's the only way a savage live with a fiver, I came from the mothership, just ask Elijah, cause this space cadet can't get any flyer, slide into your spaceship, atmospheric hovering, wind blown star seeds, black soil covering, germinating heavyweights, deep space navigate, chant a song, elevate, cosmic sound, uttering, uttering. And so when we study the ancient gods, understand you are the incarnate virtue of those ancient gods. Joyous, joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is actualize what you realize. Actualize what you realize. We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. Starting off in James 1.22, Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. James 1.23-25, For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. 
But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. And James 2, 14 to 2, 17. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or a sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What doth it profit? Even so, faith, if it had not works, is dead, being alone. James 2.26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so is faith without works is dead also. James 4.17, therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. 1 John 3.18, my little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. 1 Timothy 6.18 to 6.19, they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. 2 Timothy 1.7, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 1 Peter 1.13, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 1, 5 to 1, 8. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 6.10 to 6.18 Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, 
Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the hamlet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. In Yeshua's name, in Yeshua's name, we must actualize what we realize. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme. Blessings and grace. Science can answer everything except for the why of the why of the why of the why. Yes, the debate still goes on day after day. No one has the answer here. The sweetest honey to the brightest flower. The largest planet to the smallest atom. Snowflakes in the bird kingdom. Smaller than the eye can see. Bigger than I can conceive. Oh, heard a man on the radio today. I'm not going to believe anything that I can't see. And I've been through a lot of hardships in my life. You know what? I must confess. I disagree with what he had to say. How could he not believe that God is real? I don't understand how he could feel that way. When there's earth, air, water,
All of this is not by chance. How I know that God is real. I know this is not by chance. How I know that God is real.
to complete the right We keep the light shining Honoring the natural timing Sacrifice of time spent
blessings and grace. And I'm back with tonight's theme. Actualize what you realize. Okay? Now, tonight's musing is brought to you by the African general, Hannibal the Moor. The quote in particular that led me on this path is, um, he stated, I will either find a way or make one. I will either find a way or make one. This is to have been spoken by Hannibal when crossing the Alps to invade Rome using elephants. Now Hannibal's quote embodies the concept of strategy as the art of creating power. The art of creating power. As important as logistics and resource allocation is, it's never forget, never forget the creative element of strategy. Now Hannibal, General Hannibal was known for leading the Carthaginian army and a team of elephants across southern Europe and the Alps mountains against Rome in the Second Punic War. His greatest achievement in the Second Punic War was remarkable and remembered throughout history. Hannibal was the greatest general with an undefeatable military strategy. His brave attempt to fight against Rome with brilliant strategy, which no one had ever imagined at the time, made him the finest military general commander of ancient history. Hannibal may have been the greatest military strategist of all time. His strategies were studied by Julius Caesar, Saladin, Robert E. Lee, and General Patton. Hannibal was a masterful motivator and seemed to always find a way out of predicaments with stunning efficiency. Contemporaries of Hannibal seemed to really like being around him and under his leadership. Now these are some practical strategies to help turn negatives into positives using Hannibal's examples. Focus on the strengths you already have. On the strengths you already have, Hannibal was known to use elephants in the battle against the Romans. He already had elephants, so why not use them? The Roman writer Livy writes that the Roman cavalry was trampled by the elephants and that the enemy broke ranks and refused to engage Hannibal outside the city walls after the first battle had been lost. Hannibal took these docile creatures and brought them into a great state of agitation and fury. He did this by giving them figs to eat, causing the elephants to get annoying and painful rashes on their skin. Then he sleep deprived them, ordering the horns be blown at all hours of the night in order to keep them awake. Finally, he gave them large amounts of alcohol before the battle. Future Roman strategies had to take into account the possibility Hannibal would bring these elephants with him into each battle. In fact, only a few survived the trek up the mountains, and those that made it into the Roman countryside were emaciated and sick from disease. But the legend arrived before the enemy did. If you are highly intelligent, take the negative thoughts and weigh that against the things you know. Take the negative thoughts and weigh that against the things you know. If you know you have an incredible work ethic, 
Focus upon the things that have motivated you in the past and build upon them. If you have a gift of laughter, use your own sense of humor to diminish a bad situation and make it more manageable. Remember the blessings. Good things happen each and every day, but we need to stop and recognize them. Think of the most impossible ways out of your situation. When you're in the middle of a tough situation, it can be hard to push aside negative thoughts. One of the best ways is to think of the most far-fetched way out of your situation and then think tactically as to how to accomplish this. Shoot higher, shoot further, and shoot beyond what anyone else would consider normal. Create as many solution possibilities from every angle possible. Every angle, all sides of the board. The more possibilities that you encircle the enemy of negative thoughts, the more surrounded and manageable they become. Enclose your thoughts of worry, defeat, and the what-ifs with the ideas of faith, victory, and win. Don't let anything rob your joy and happiness. Envision success and think strategically. Get away from the day-to-day reaction to events, the ones where you simply wait and let the results happen to you. The best way to ascertain power is to envision the outcome and make your days a conceptual framework of what it is you want to accomplish. And be free of conflict with others. Be free of that. It stops you from being you and getting what you have to get done at the end of the day. And we have to have ways to move from deciding to doing. From deciding to doing. If five frogs are sitting on a log and four frogs decide to jump off, how many frogs are left? If you answered one, you're wrong. The correct answer is still five. That's the difference between deciding and doing. So we have to stop waiting until conditions are perfect. If you're waiting for everything to be perfect in order to get started, you'll be waiting forever. Things will never be perfect. There will always be something that is not right or could be better. There is no perfect time. There is only the present time. And it's called the present for a reason. It's a present. You must take action now. And you can make adjustments as you move along. Stop, get up, and do it. Turn yourself into a doer. A doer is someone who has an idea and moves forward with it immediately. 
Stop overthinking things. When we overthink things, we start to get paralysis of analysis. We start to analyze the things to the point that we cannot move forward. Then we start to obsess over how conditions aren't perfect, question the amount of time we have to commit, or come up with a whole list of reasons not to move forward. And take continuous action. Once you get started, continue to take continuous action. Make sure that you keep your momentum going by doing something productive related to your idea every single day. This can be as easy as as scheduling time to spend 15 minutes completing a small task daily. Those small tasks will quickly add up and help you build confidence by seeing achievement. Use your action to overcome fear. Use your action to overcome fear. Once you get started, that fear and anxiety will disappear. Action can be a cure for fear. If you find yourself scared, become a doer. And see how you overcome your fear, which is false evidence appearing real and build confidence. Focus on the present. There's an old Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So if we had planted those seeds 20 years ago, we would have had a full-grown tree to provide us with shade right now. But if we don't plant that tree now, 20 years in the future, we'll be standing in the sun. Focused on what you can do in the present. Eliminate the, the distractions. Eliminate them. We live in a world of increasing noise. This noise can cause distractions that prevents us from being productive and give us an excuse to procrastinate. Focus in and drown out the distractions and you will gain momentum from what you're able to produce. When you have an idea or make a decision, get into the habit of taking action. Jump off, just just jump off and jump in and discover all of the amazing things that you're able to accomplish. And to go a little deeper, one of the seven hermetic principles Number six, the principle of cause and effect. Every cause has its effect. Every every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to law. Chance is but a name for law not recognized. Chance is but a name for law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. The Kabbalion. This principle embodies the fact that there is a cause for every effect, an effect from every cause. It explains that everything happens according to law, that nothing ever merely happens, that there is no such thing as chance, and that while there are various planes of cause and effect, the higher dominating, the lower planes, still nothing ever entirely escapes the law. The Hermetists understand the art and methods of rising above the ordinary plane 
of cause and effect to a certain degree. And by mentally rising to a higher plane, they become causers instead of effects. By mentally rising to a higher plane, one becomes causers instead of effects. The masses of people are carried along, obedient to environment, the wills and desires of others stronger than themselves. Heredity, suggestion, and other outward causes moving them about like pawns on the chessboard of life. But the masters, rising to the plane above, dominate their moods, characters, qualities, and powers as well as the environment surrounding them, and become movers instead of pawns. They help to play the game of life instead of being played and moved about by others' wills and environment. They use the principle instead of being its tools. The masters obey the causation of the higher planes, but they help to rule on their own plane. In the statement, there is a condensed wealth of hermetic knowledge. Let him read who can. Overstand. The principle of cause and effect, one of the universal laws. Now let's pull back the curtain metaphysically and look at the stages of creation and the role it plays in actualizing what it is you've realized. The key to the operation of mind is symbolically set forth in the Genesis account of the six days of creation. Man's mind goes through the identical steps and bringing an idea into manifestation between the perception of an idea and its manifestation, there are six definite positive movements followed by a seventh day of rest, in which the mind relaxes and sees its work in a process of fulfillment. With the first step being light. Light is intelligence, a spiritual quality. Let there be light, let there be understanding, let there be overstanding, let there be understanding, let there be light. The second step is faith. Faith the development of faith, or the firmament. A firmament must be established. That is a firm place in the mind, a dividing of the true form from the apparent, and this is done through affirmation. As you affirm the Most High as your supply and your support, your words will in due season become substance to you. The third step is imagination. The third step is the forming of this substance into tangibility. Let the dry land appear. The fourth step is understanding and will. The two great lights, the will and the understanding, or the sun, the spiritual I am, and the moon, the intellect, these are but reflectors of the true light. For God said, let there be light, and there was light before the sun and the moon were created. The greater light in mind is understanding and the lesser light is the will. 
the greater light rules the day, that realm of consciousness which is illumined by spirit, and the lesser light rules the night, that is the will which has no illumination, light or day. But those whose office it is to execute the demands of understanding, discrimination, the fifth day creation, ideas of discrimination and judgment are developed. The fishes and fowls represent the ideas of life working in mind, but they must be properly related to the uniform seas and the formed earth. Worlds of mind. When an individual is well-balanced in mind and body, there's an equalizing force flowing in the consciousness and harmony is in evidence. The sixth step is wisdom and love. Wisdom and love. Wisdom and love are the two qualities of being that communing together declare, let us make man in our image after our likeness. The male-female resulting from the sixth step in the allegory are symbolic of wisdom and love in man's spiritual nature. Wisdom and love in a human being reflect the wisdom and love of the creative principle which created him. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. When wisdom and love are unified in the individual consciousness, man is a master of ideas and brings forth under the original creative law. The seventh step, the Sabbath, all is finished in consciousness and mind and then rests. It rests in faith from further mental activity. This rest precedes manifestation. The seventh day refers to the mind's realization of fulfillment. It's resting in the assurance that all has been imaged in it will come forth in expression. The Sabbath type of rest is a rest of the mind, not necessarily of the physical body. It sometimes lasts no longer than a moment, but it's necessary for the good of the whole person, as well as for the right outworkings of the entire creative process. To maintain the supply of creative energy, a person needs to take the time out from the constant expenditure of that energy. The true Sabbath occurs when we become quiet and still within. And now going from the inner to the outer, how to create an effective action plan. Creating a powerful action plan always begins with having a clear purpose, a vision, or a goal in mind. It's designed to take you from wherever you are right now directly to accomplishment of your stated goal. With a well-designed plan, you can achieve virtually any goal you set out to accomplish. Creating your plan. Know what you want to do. The less clear you are about what it is you want to do, the less effective your plan will be. Try to specifically define what you want to achieve as early as possible. And then work backwards from your end goal. Identify your end goal, then list everything you need to do to accomplish it. 
depending on your goal. You may even consider different ways to reach your goal. Think outside the box. After you know what you need to accomplish, break this down into actionable steps to help you create a more realistic plan. And keep in mind that your plan may change as you work towards your goal, so stay flexible. Make sure that your goals are SMART to ensure that your plan is effective. And SMART is specific. Be clear about what you want to achieve, measurable. You can break down the goal into measurable checkpoints, attainable. That you are capable of completing the steps necessary to reach the goal, relevant, The goal makes sense for your life and purpose and timely. You have the time to work towards your goal and are progressing on schedule. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. Smart. And then be specific and realistic in your planning. Having a specific goal is just the beginning. You need to be specific and realistic in every aspect of what it is that your project entails. Stating specific and achievable schedules, milestones, and final outcomes. Being specific and realistic while planning a law project is about proactively reducing stress that can accompany poorly planned projects such as missed deadlines and exhaustingly long hours. And set measurable milestones. Milestones mark significant stages along the road to achieving your end goal. Create milestones easily by starting at the end, the accomplishment of the goal, and working your way backwards towards your present day and circumstances. Having milestones can help you and your team. Stay motivated by breaking the work into smaller chunks and tangible goals so that you don't need to wait until the, until the project is completely finished to feel as though you've accomplished something. And don't leave too many time, too much, too, too, too little bit of time between the milestones. You have to space them at least two weeks apart. That's what's been found to be effective. And break the larger tasks into smaller, more manageable chunks. Some tasks or milestones may seem more daunting to achieve than others. If you're feeling overwhelmed by a large task, you can help ease your anxiety and make it feel more doable by breaking it down into smaller, more manageable chunks. Make scheduled lists. Make a list of the tasks that you need to complete in order to hit your milestone. A list on its own will not be effective. You must write the list into a timeline associated with the specific realistic actions. And put timelines on everything, on everything. Without specific time frames and deadlines, work will definitely expand to fill the time allotted, and some tasks may never get completed. So no matter what action items you choose for which phase of your action plan, it's essential that a time frame be attached to absolutely everything. And create a visual representation. Once you've listed your action items and set specific timeline, the next step is to create some type of visual 
representation of your plan, you might use a flow chart, a spreadsheet, or some other type of business tool to accomplish this, but keep the visual representation in an easily accessible place on the wall of your office or study room or wherever that you're going to pass through and see it often. And marking things off as you go, marking things off as you go will not only feel satisfying, it will help keep you on track, lest you forget what you've already done. And this is particularly important if you're working with other people. If you're working with other people, you might consider using shared online documents so that everyone can check in no matter where they are. And keep a record of everything. As you work through your action plan, keep notes of everything. You may find it helpful to have a binder with different tabs in it to section off different aspects of your planning process. Some examples of sections could be ideas, daily schedules, monthly schedules, milestones, research, follow-up, individuals involved or contacts. And then don't stop. Don't stop until you've reached your final goal. Once your plan is established and shared and your milestones are scheduled, the next step is simple. Take the daily actions to achieve your goal. And although you want to stay persistent, you should also be flexible. Unexpected events will always come up, and that will sometimes require you to schedule or shift your plan. And change the date if you must, but never give up on your goal. Circumstances or unforeseen events can arise that throw a wrench in our ability to meet deadlines and complete tasks and achieve goals. If this happens, don't get discouraged. Just revise your plan and continue working to meet the targets and move forward. So once you realize what your goals are and you identify them, you create your plan, you manage your time, and you stay motivated. Plan your work and work your plan. Overstand? Actualize what you realize. There are so many ones in the world that have solutions to the problems at hand. And sometimes a little nudge or just the right words or the or a familiar frequency can just open the mind's eye. It helped to lead the way. And Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis. Blessings and grace. We have to wake up and wake up, my brothers and sisters. It's this hour upon to read him. I've got something to say to you, you know, because the time is now. Listen. Wake up, cause the time is now Wake up, cause we're falling down Wake up and try To do our best if we want to survive Wake up, cause the time is now Wake up, cause we're falling down Wake up and try To do our best if we want to survive In a this society We operate and we can't live quietly because the majority surrenders to misleading authorities Then believe in polity 
and rich with and iniquity And them don't have no ability To live the life in simplicity Them more, more and more, it's never enough We better wake up, wake up or them will catch us So my people beware Don't be fool and remain yourself Open up our eyes, my radar We have a wake up, wake up Open up our eyes, my sister
dangerous. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Level up, 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 level up. All this on me so yummy. All this sauce so yummy. No, you want this yummy? Yummy all in your tummy. Level up, 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 level up. and grace and I'm back with the go and gnosis your news infused with consciousness we're starting off at express.co.uk 
the United Kingdom to send hundreds of troops to Arctic as Russia relations worsen. Britain is sending 800 troops to the Arctic as a show of defiance in response to growing Russian aggression and activity in our backyard, the Defense Secretary announced yesterday. Speaking to the Sunday Telegraph, Gavin Williamson said that 800 servicemen will be sent to Norway next year and a new military base will be opened in the north of the country. He labeled the plan a defense Arctic strategy. Russia has recently reopened Soviet-era bases as well as increasing submarine activity in the region. Mr. Williamson added the UK needs to prove that we are there to protect our interests. He said, we see Russian submarine activity very close to the level that it was at the Cold War, and it's right that we start responding to that. If we can turn back the clock 10 years, many people thought that the era of submarine activity in the high north and the North Atlantic and the threat that it posed did disappear with the fall of the Berlin Wall. This threat has really come back to the force. If we want to be protecting our interests in what is effectively our own backyard, this is something we need to be doing. 800 Royal Marine and Army commandos will be sent to Norway every winter for the next 10 years. They will be operating alongside forces from the U.S., the Netherlands, and Norway. 3,000 troops will also be deployed as a part of NATO training exercises, with 40,000 troops being deployed in total. The new plan will be the largest operation of its kind since the Cold War. Mr. Williamson said, Britain will make it clear that the Royal Navy not only has the skills and the capabilities to operate under the ice shelf, but a willingness to do it. It's all about stepping and increasing the tempo, increasing our capabilities, and demonstrating that we're there to uphold the international rules-based order. In June, Mr. Williamson also said, Typhoon fighter jets will be sent to Iceland in response to Russian aggression. The military action follows a trend of worsening relations between Russia and the UK since the Salisbury poisoning early this year. So blessings go out as it seems as though ones are gearing up for skirmishes and signs of war. Blessings that all is halted and comes to naught. Moving forward on la.eater.com, selling street food in Los Angeles will no longer be a crime. Starting in 2019, the Safe Sidewalk Vending Act encourages governments to determine own local laws, but with some guidelines. Governor Jerry Brown signed a sweeping new law for California street vendors yesterday. Brown signed Senate Bill 946, a statewide legislation that regulates street vending practices, also known as the Sidewalk, as excuse me, as the Safe Sidewalk Vending Act. SB 946 requires cities and counties to maintain certain rules when interacting with street vendors. There's a tremendous bonus for anyone selling food on city streets. Sidewalk vending is no longer a crime. State Senator Ricardo Lara introduced SB 946 back in February, which is designed to bring vendors out from the shadows as viable contributors to local economies. The ban is a bit tricky as California cities and municipalities cannot prohibit or regulate vendors without an existing licensing system. 
Many cities, including Los Angeles, do not have licensing systems in place for street vendors. That means street vendors are fairly free and clear to function under this new legislation until a licensing system is in place. California street vendor licensing system must adhere to the following. California cities cannot ban vending in parks. Cities cannot determine where vendors can operate unless there is a health, safety, or welfare concern. And three, street vendors are no longer required to ask permission from adjacent businesses to operate. The SB 946 licensing guidelines encourages local governments to determine what works best. Los Angeles can determine whether to require business licenses, taxes, and health regulations for vendors selling fresh fruit or bacon-wrapped hot dogs. When street vendors violate the law, local governments can fine the offenders or repeal operating licenses. So street vending is a long-standing issue within Los Angeles. Hollywood launched a crackdown on street vendors in July. And, and El Otero had his cart overturned by an attacker last summer. And while Los Angeles City Council first introduced a measure to legitimize street, vision, street vending in 2013, lawmakers have not passed anything yet to regulate the street vending system. So this is a boon for those that want to go into business and have been selling out of their kitchens. You can now get a cart if you're in the Los Angeles area. And for those with a listening ear, fight for changes in your town so that you can bring this kind of justice near. And moving forward on NDTV.com, why subsidize military of wealthy countries like Saudi Arabia, asked Trump. Saudi Arabia and Japan are major buyers of U.S.-made weaponry, and the U.S. provides intelligence and area refueling support to Saudi-led coalition fighting rebels in Yemen. U.S. President Donald Trump on Saturday complained that the U.S. is subsidizing the military of Middle East allies Saudi Arabia, as well as Japan and South Korea. The comment at a West Virginia rally for local candidates of his Republican Party follows similar jobs at European members of the NATO alliance. When you have wealthy countries like Saudi Arabia, like Japan, like South Korea, why are we subsidizing their military, asked Trump. Who pushes an aggressive America first policy on trade? They'll pay us. The problem is nobody ever asks. He added that he had spoken to the Saudi Arabia's King Salman on Saturday to make the same point. Saudi Arabia and Japan are major buyers of U.S.-made weaponry, and the U.S. provides intelligence and aerial refueling support to the Saudi-led coalition fighting rebels in Yemen. Japan and South Korea host tens of thousands of American troops. Trump said the United States pays about 60% of South Korea's military, 60%. Last year, he suggested Seoul should pay for the 1 billion THAAD anti-missile system that the U.S. has deployed on South Korean territory. Trump has long complained that European members of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization do not pay enough of their own defense, singling out Germany in particular for criticism. You know, sometimes it takes a new person to ask the new questions. Why are we subsidizing their military? And on ca.finance.yahoo.com, Canadian officials are mulling an attack on United States pharma, says Ottawa lawyer. Canadian officials are considering how to take aim at the massive United States pharmaceutical industry. 
end the event of a full-blown trade war with the United States, according to an Ottawa-based law professor with knowledge of the situation. The plan would target valuable U.S. patents, granting Canada's generic pharmaceutical firms the right to copy, sell, and potentially export American drugs. Amir Atarin, a biomedical scientist and the University of Ottawa law professor said the move would stun Wall Street and the White House while mobilizing the powerful U.S. pharmaceutical lobby behind Canada's cause. Canadian officials are aware of and studying the proposal in case the United States decides to impose a major retaliation on Canada, he told Yahoo Canada Finance on Tuesday. I'm positive it's being considered. Foreign Affairs Minister Christia Freeland traveled back to Washington to resume NAFTA negotiations on Wednesday. U.S. officials have demanded a deal by October 1st, upping the pressure to resolve long-held sticking points such as the dispute resolution mechanism and cultural protections and the supply-managed dairy industry. Adderin spelled out how Canada could employ a pharma-based retaliation strategy in a magazine column in June. He declined to disclose who in the federal government is now considering the plan, saying only that it's not the officials negotiating the trade deal with the U.S. So this is a big deal if it happens. That would be a first of its kind. So decades of pressure from multinational drug makers has brought Canada's policies closer in line with more restrictive U.S. standards. But Adirond is confident that Canada can compulsory license or essentially expropriate U.S. drug patents without running afoul of the law. It's 100% legal, he said. The World Trade Organization Agreement, known as TRIPS, isn't that funny, TRIPS, Agreement on Trade-Related Aspects of Intellectual Property Rights, right, what trips people up, is restrictive of compulsory licensing, but it's not prohibitive. So they are looking into this. You know, Trump is playing hardball and is causing the rest of the world to amp up their game. And moving forward into some positive news, the National Black Foot Book Festival.com. The National Black Book Festival.com is the largest African American book event in the South. And it's happening October 25th to the 27th. October 25th to the 27th at Fallbrook Church in Houston, Texas. Fallbrook Church in Houston, Texas. And um, it's the 11th anniversary. It's going to be featured authors such as Michelle Stempton, Tiffany L. Warren, Pamela Samuels-Young, Eric Jerome Dickey, Kim Coles from Girlfriend's Fame, Stephen Barnes, and a host of others. There's going to be so many different events referencing all the different authors and the books that are available within the African diaspora. There's going to be um, a Welcome to Houston reception, a Get Acquainted breakfast, a power lunch, a networking breakfast, a children's festival within featuring children's author Derek D. Barnes. It's going to be book club meet and greets. And um, so many authors are going to be there and represented that one should go and take part. If you're in or near the Houston, Texas area, go to Fallbrook Church in Houston, Texas from October 25th to the the 27th. It's free admission to the public. Largest African-American book event in the South.
And if you're interested, go to the nationalblackbookfestival.com to find out more. Also, if you're in the Texas area, is the 42nd Annual Harambe Festival. The 42nd Annual Harambe Festival. And this year's theme is a multicultural festival and will help celebrate each neighborhood that makes Dallas, Texas strong. And so it's going to be on October 29th. All of the activities will be held on the grounds of the Martin Luther King Jr. Center located in Dallas, Texas, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And the Harambe Festival is held as an alternative to Halloween for children and serves as a community cultural event. Approximately 4,500 people are expected to attend. I think that more communities should follow this lead and have their own version of the Harambe Festival or just have events as alternatives to the programmed Halloween that the rest of the country is going forward with. Shout out to Dallas and the 42nd annual Harambe Festival. And from November 29th to December 11th, November 29th to December 11th is the PRISM Art Fair. If you're in the Miami area, November 29th to December 11th, the PRISM Art Fair in Miami, PRISM is the producer of a cutting-edge cultural platform that is multidisciplinary in scope. And their goal is to expand the spectrum of exhibiting international artists from the African diaspora and emerging markets. Their mission is to promote the work of artists from Africa and the global African diaspora who reflect global trends in contemporary art. Workshops and special events are, are organized throughout the year to advance critical dialogue and sharpen the lens through which we view and understand contemporary art. They are committed to the Miami cultural community and will work to expand its visual arts landscape, nurture and educate its constituents, and provide forums for cross-cultural exchange. PRISM exhibits a dynamic group of contemporary artists during Art Basel and Miami Beach. And beyond, salient works are presented that highlight the diversity evident in contemporary visual art practices today, including painting, sculpting, and mixed media installation. Additionally, PRISM will feature the work of emerging Miami-based contemporary artists, and these artists redefine their world and bring into focus socio-political and cultural issues pertinent to the people of African descent in Miami and beyond. And so the select artists are actively engaged in perpetuating Miami's growth as a cultural hub. So this is happening November 30th to December 11th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at PRISM, which is located um, at 7230 Northwest Miami Court in Little Haiti, Little River, Miami. PRISM. Check out the art fair and be a part of the movement. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace.
use a simple criterion. Ask yourself, is there joy, ease and lightness in what I'm doing? If there isn't, then time is covering up the present moment and life is perceived as a burden or struggle. If there's no joy, ease or lightness in what you're doing, it does not necessarily mean that you need to change what you're doing. It may be sufficient to change the how. How is always more important than what. See if you can give much more attention to the doing than to the result that you want to achieve through it. Give your fullest attention to whatever the moment presents. This implies that you also completely accept what is, because you cannot give your full attention to something and at the same time resist it. Thank you. 
grab your sword. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. Remember, all war is deception. Slay your ego. I have not yet begun to fight. Not yet. After war comes peace. After war comes peace. After war comes peace. Free your mind. Free your mind. Free your mind. And fight.
Blessings and Grace, and I'm back with Technology, starting off on independent.co.uk, the world's first test tube lions. We have test tube lions are thriving and raising hopes more big cats could be saved from extinction. IVF treatment was used to impregnate mother of cubs, Victor and Isabel. The world's first test tube lions are thriving a month after they were born, raising hopes the process could be used to save endangered big cats from extinction. The two cubs named Victor and Isabel arrived following the artificial insemination of their mother by scientists at the University of Pretoria in South Africa. Experts say that that the pioneering IVF in which a male sperm was placed into a female egg could now be used to breed species of tiger, lynx, and snow leopard whose numbers are failing. So they are now making test tube lions. Moving forward on theguardian.com. The Guardian has a very interesting article called Logged Off. Meet the teens who refuse to use social media. Generation Z has, has grown up online. So why are a surprising number suddenly turning their backs on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat? For 17-year-old Mary Emmanuel from London, it happened in Tesco. We were in year seven, she remembers, and my friend had an Instagram account. As we were buying stuff, she was counting the amount of likes she'd got on a post. Oh, 40 likes, 42 likes, I just thought. This is ridiculous. Isabel, an 18-year-old student um, who doesn't want to disclose her surname, turned against social media when her classmates became zombified. Everyone switched off from conversation. It became, can I have your number to text you? Something got lost in terms of speaking face-to-face, and I thought, I don't really want to be swept up in that. For 15-year-old Emily Sharp, Watching bullying online was the final straw. It wasn't nice, and that deterred me from using it. It's widely believed that young people are hopelessly devoted to social media. Teenagers, according to the stereotype, tweet, gram, snap, and scroll. But for every young person hunched over a screen, there are others for whom social media no longer holds such an allure. These teens are turning their backs on technology, and there are more of them than you might think. While many of us have been engrossed in the Instagram lives of our coworkers and peers, a backlash among young people has been quietly boiling. And one 2017 survey of British school children found that 63% would be happy if social media had never been invented. Another survey of 9,000 internet users said that they found that people aged 18 to 24 has significantly changed their attitude towards social media in the past two years. Whereas 66% of this demographic agreed with the statement, social media is important to me and back in 2016. So this whole turning their back on um, social media is really something that is something to look forward to. And this is part of a wider trend. According to the study by the U.S. marketing firm Hill Holiday of Generation Z, which are people born after 1995, half of those surveys stated that they had quit or were considering quitting at least one social media platform. When it comes to Generation Z's relationship to social media, significant cracks are beginning to show, says the firm. 
She believes that we will definitely see an increase in younger people quitting or substantially reducing their use. And as young Generation Zers notice this behavior among their older siblings and friends, they too will start to dial down their use of social media. As the first generation to grow up online, Generation Z never had to learn social media, or at least not exactly. They glided through every iteration, Facebook in 2004, um, Twitter in 2006, Instagram in 2010, Snapchat in 2011, and real time effortlessly adopting each one. But a life lived in pixels from your earliest age is no easy thing. You start doing things that are dishonest, says Emmanuel, who quit social media at age 16. Like Instagram, I was presenting this dishonest version of myself on a platform where most people were presenting dishonest versions of themselves. So this is really a refreshing find. You know, I was starting to think that it was taking over the minds of the youth. And so, you know, I forgot to have hope that the youth are, you know, coming in it and seeing it for what it is. So youth are turning their back, Generation Z in particular, to social media. And moving forward on technologyreview.com, the first social network of brains, the first social network of brains lets three people transmit thoughts into each other's heads. BrainNet allows collaborative problem-solving using direct brain-to-brain communication. The ability to send thoughts directly to another person's brain is the stuff of science fiction, at least it used to be. In recent years, physicists and neuroscientists have developed an armory of tools that can sense certain kinds of thoughts and transmit information about them into other brains. This has made brain-to-brain communication a reality. These tools include electrophalograms, EEGs, that record electrical activity in the brain and transcranial magnetic stimulation, TMS, which can transmit information into the brain. In 2015, Andrea Stucco and his colleagues at the University of Washington in Seattle used this gear to connect two people via a brain-to-brain interface, and the people played a 20-question type game. The obvious next step is to allow several people to join such a conversation. And today, Stocko and his colleagues announced they have achieved this using the world-first brain-to-brain network. The network, which they call BrainNet, allows a small group to play collaborative Tetris-like game. Our results raise the possibility of future brain-to-brain interfaces that enable cooperative problem-solving by humans using a social network of connected brains, they say. A social network of connected brains. The technology behind the network is relatively straightforward. EEGs measure the electrical activity of the brain. They consist of a number of electrodes placed on the skull that can pick up electrical activity in the brain. A key idea is that people can change the signals their brain produces relatively easily. So TMS manipulates brain activity by inducing electrical activity in specific brain areas. So together, these devices make it possible to send and receive signals directly to and from the brain. But nobody has created a network that allows group communication until now. 
Until now, Stucco and his colleagues have created a network that allows three individuals to send and receive information directly to their brains. They say the network is easily scalable and limited only by the availability of EEG and TMS devices. The proof-of-principle network connects three people, two senders, and one person able to receive and transmit, all in separate rooms and unable to communicate conventionally. The group together has to solve a Tetris-like game in which the falling block has to be rotated so that it fits into a space at the bottom of the screen. The two senders wearing EEGs can both see the full screen. The game is designed so the shape of the descending block fits in the bottom row, either if it's rotated by 180 degrees or if it's not. The senders have to decide which and broadcast information to the third member of the group. To do this, they vary the signal their brains produce. If the EEG picks up a 15 hertz signal from their brains, it moves the cursor toward the right hand of the screen. When the cursor reaches the right hand side, the device sends a signal to the receiver to rotate the block. The senders can control their brain signals by staring at LEDs on either side of the screen, one flashing at 15 hertz and the other at 17 hertz. The receiver attached to an EEG and a TMS has a different task. The receiver can only see the top half of the Tetris screen and so can see the block, but now, but not how it should be rotated. However, the receiver receives signals via the TMS from each sender saying either rotate or do not rotate. So they're having a cloud-based brain-to-brain interface server. A cloud-based brain-to-brain interface server could direct information transmission between any set of devices on the brain-to-brain interface network and make it globally operable through the internet, thereby allowing cloud-based interactions between brains on a global scale, Stuckel and his colleagues say. The pursuit of such brain-to-brain interfaces has the potential to not only open new frontiers in human communication and collaboration, but also provide us with a deeper understanding of the human brain. Burn fire on them trying to get inside the brain and talk to us <laughs> and to each other. A cloud-based brain-to-brain interface server. And they have plans for it once. We have to level up. And moving forward on medium.com, there are 12 organizations saving humanity from the dark side of artificial intelligence. 12. Artificial intelligence can help do many incredible things from detecting cancer to driving our cars, but it also raises many questions and poses new challenges. The development of full artificial intelligence can spell the end of the human race. It would take off on its own and redesign itself at an ever-increasing rate. Humans who are limited by slow biological evolution couldn't compete and would be superseded. That was stated by Stephen Hawking. Okay, ensuring that this transition to the age of artificial intelligence remains beneficial for humanity remains one of the greatest challenges of our time. And here are 12 organizations working on saving humanity from the dark side of AI. The Algorithmic Justice League. It's a collective started that aims to remove 
human bias from AI algorithms that can result in exclusionary experiences and discriminatory practices. It focuses on three key areas, highlight algorithmic biases through media, art, and science, provide space for people to voice concerns and experiences with coded bias, and develop practices for accountability during the design, development, and deployment of coded systems. The Algorithmic Justice League, and their, web- and their website is ajlunited.org. There is also the AI Now Institute at New York University, and their work focuses on four core domains, rights and liberties, labor and automation, bias and inclusion, safety and critical infrastructure. That's the AINowInstitute.org. And the Foundation for Responsible Robotics. And their mission of the foundation is to shape a future of responsible robotics, artificial intelligence, AI design, development, use, regulation, and implementation. That's responsiblerobotics.org. The AI Ethics Lab, it brings together researchers and practitioners from various disciplines to detect and solve issues related to ethical design and AI. Based in the United States and Turkey, the lab offers a comprehensive approach to ethical design of AI-related technology. Their goal is to enhance technology development by integrating ethics from the earliest stages of design and development for the mutual benefit of industry and communities. That's AIethicslab.com. And AI for all, the letter A, the letter I, the number four, A-L-L is a nonprofit working to increase diversity and inclusion in artificial intelligence. They create pipelines for underrepresented talent through education and mentorship programs around the United States and Canada, and they give high school students early exposure to artificial intelligence for social good. Their vision is for AI to be developed by a broad group of thinkers and doers, advancing AI for humanity's benefit, and that's AI-4-all.org. AI-4-all.org. And the Open Robotics Institute, ORI. Um, the Open Robotics Institute is the international robotics think tank hosted by the University of British Columbia. And so they care about um, the robotic ethic questions in the domain of self-driving vehicles, care robots, and lethal autonomous weapon systems by taking on stakeholder-inclusive approaches to the questions. And that's Open Robotics, excuse me, OpenRoboEthics.org, OpenRoboEthics.org, and OpenAI is focused on discovering and enacting the path to safe artificial general intelligence. OpenAI conducts fundamental long-term research toward the creation of safe AGI. So the the organization builds free software for training, benchmarking, and experimenting with AI. The partnership on AI was established to study and formulate best practices on AI technologies and to advance the public's understanding of AI and to serve as an open platform for discussion and engagement about AI and its influences on people and society. It currently has 70-plus partners, which include Amazon, Amnesty International, Apple, Google, IBM, Microsoft, and others, and that's partnershipai.org, partnershiponai.org. 
And the Future of Life Institute is a charity and outreach organization working to ensure that tomorrow's most powerful technologies are beneficial for humanity. It's currently focusing on keeping artificial intelligence beneficial and also exploring ways of reducing risks from nuclear weapons and biotechnology. And they're located at thefutureoflife.org, thefutureoflife.org, and Machine Intelligence Research Institute. MIRI, the Machine Intelligence Research Institute, is a research nonprofit studying the mathematical underpinnings of intelligent behavior. And their mission is to develop formal tools for the clean design and analysis of general purpose AI systems with the intent of making such systems safer and more reliable when they're developed. That's intelligence.org. Intelligence.org is the home of the Machine Intelligence Research Institute and the Institute for Electrical and Electronics Engineering, IEEE, launched a global initiative for ethical considerations in the design of AI and autonomous systems. It's an incubation space for new standards and solutions, certifications and codes of conduct, and consensus building for ethical impl implementation of intelligent technologies. And so this is the Institute for electrical and electric and electronic engineers and leading educational institutions like the University of Oxford Future of Humanity Institute and the University of Cambridge and the University of Berkeley and Santa Clara and many others have programs devoted to understanding the long-term impact of AI and exploring ways to keep it beneficial for humanity. So if any of those have any of interest to you, feel free to go to their websites and join the initiative, join the conversation, because if we're not a part of it, we won't have a stake in it. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. <laughs> Peace out. 
spasm through my skin. I seek it only to keep to find us. Be a mind do I have to give it time or take a different path in time. May I ask me not to do it and I'm serious, break a fit. May you give me some direction, talk with wisdom, don't go seriously. Time to play good. I need play good. Peace in your shit, some light. They still perform the ritual Sacrifice our brother This situation is critical So what we do now Burn this shit down We should have been done that But niggas skip town That could have been me Or it could have been you And we know it will continue If we don't change the venue Invoke our natural rights Use the light Take a stand Our blood is in the soil Our bodies are of the land We divine nationals Being pimped as collateral On paper they capture you Labor energy capital Color of law Biggest part of the problem System full of flaws Go for yours Start dissolving the states Now we collapsing the gates Let it crumble Rome is going down They got no choice but to humble how much longer we gon' take it? The spilling of our blood, which is sacred. Be the truth, start exposing the fakeness. Organize, withdraw from the matrix. Turn your revolution on, y'all shapeshift. Turn your revolution on, y'all shapeshift. Turn your revolution on, y'all shapeshift. Turn your revolution. Not asking, we telling them. Carbon or melanin, it's all dark matter. We using the shatter illusions, losing our hangups and differences. We all want free, so we unified and disciplined. Feeding the needy in it, forcing the treaties, taking the land back, commanded. Big payback, we demand it. The eagles have landed, entitled as the first man standing on the planet to live free and love, truth, peace. Goddammit, bring it back to the republic. All power to the people. Self knowledge is the key. Tap in, let it lead you. Our rights won't be surrendered when we set the agenda. Forever we shall remember the 21st of September. Common cause, it connects us. The youth and the elders, only we can protect us. Choice energy directs us. Though the body may have left us, we gained an ancestor. How much longer we gonna take it? The spilling of our blood, which is sacred. 
be the truth, start exposing the fakeness Organize, withdraw from the matrix Turn your revolution on, y'all shapeshift Turn your revolution on, y'all shapeshift Turn your revolution on, y'all shapeshift Turn your revolution on Cause we left, can't go back again Regret is like 
like an albatross in your neck Why calculate the lots of respect? Pack it in a pillowcase and left jet, babe You have not seen nothing yet It's supposed to feel the pain in your chest It's supposed to walk through the rain in the tent It's supposed to know the strain in the stress You know where you come from, let's go where we get But our love is made to generate love the green consumes you focused on the dollar and the dream until the body lets down on you you say the kids is hard to chew so you'd rather eat your junk food stagnant frequency inside the temple now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. You better eat your greens, greens, greens. Asparagus, parsley, cucumber, carrot. Don't forget the collard greens. I'm in love with the cocoa coconut. Daylight come, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana. Boil it in a stew. So you know I gotta add some callaloo. Eat your greens. Blessings and grace. And I'm back with Herbnology. And I'll be breaking down the facts of catnip, the beneficial facts about catnip. And catnip is a flowering perennial known commonly as catnip, catmint, and cat's wort. Actually has a scientific name of Nepeta cataria. Although most people don't realize this treat so commonly reserved for insensitive calming effects on cats, it also has extensive benefits for human beings. In its native range, it's quite diverse, stretching across Europe and parts of Asia, including China. Catnip can be applied topically via the leaves or the essential oil, while catnip tea brewed from the leaves is also popular. The extracts and essential oils are also popular as well. The historical range of its juices include teas, juices, tinctures, extracts, salves, and even as an, as an herb to be smoked in addition to its culinary applications. So the health benefits of catnip include stress relief. Catnip can provide stress relief and reduce chronic anxiety when eaten, consumed in the form of juice or tea, or when smoked as an herb. This can also help reduce the secondary symptoms of chronic stress and strengthen your immune system. It's a sleep aid. Catnip has been used by people with insomnia for restlessness for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Its sedative nature helps slow down the body's natural cycles and induce a calm, relaxed state. People are also better able to sleep through the night um, for undisturbed, restful sleep. Many people choose to drink a cup of catnip tea before bedtime to ensure a refreshing sleep. It reduces digestive issues. 
Catnip is particularly effective in clearing up digestive issues, especially constipation, excess flatulence, cramping, and bloating. The relaxing anti-inflammatory effects of organic compounds in it can ease the knots and inflammation in your gastrointestinal system and relieve tightness and discomfort. Menstrual cramps. For women suffering from painful menstrual cramps, Catnip tea is often recommended as an alternative treatment because it can quickly relieve those cramps and stresses in the body. Furthermore, it's a sedative and its calming effects can also soothe other, in, other symptoms of menstruation, such as mood swings and depression. It's a headache reliever. Catnip has been proven to be very effective in treatment of headaches, even chronic migraines. Rubbing this essential oil on the affected area, drinking its tea, or rubbing catnip leaf salve on the temples can also offer quick relief. It speeds up healing. Catnip induces sweating, so it's often re recommended by alternative practitioners for treating the common cold. In terms of colds and flu, one of the fastest ways to clean out the body is to induce sweating and get the toxins flushed from the system. This is particularly true in the cases of fevers, when the lack of sweating before the fever breaks is only keeping those toxins and pathogens in the body. It has anti-inflammatory activity. The chemical constituents of catnip are effective as anti-inflammatory agents. This means that they can be effective in the treatment of arthritis, gout, sprained muscles, aching joints, and even hemorrhoids. Topical application or normal consumption of leaves, juice, or tea can be effective in all of these situations. It also treats skin conditions. The natural repellent quality of catnip makes it ideal for keeping bugs away from gardens when kept as an ornamental plant, but the organic compounds in the plant make it ideal for soothing bug bites and relieving the irritation on the skin. Applying salves or extracts to the irritated or broken skin can speed the healing process and reduce inflammation quickly. So it's a complete nutrient. Although eating catnip leaves is the least common form of consumption for human beings, it actually has a rather impressive collection of nutrients from beneficial chemicals and unique organic compounds to essential acids, minerals, and vitamins that our body needs. And so it's a complete nutrient that treats skin conditions, has anti-inflammatory activity, speeds up healing, it's a headache reliever, it helps sufferers of menstrual cramps, reduces digestive issues, it's a sleep aid and a stress reliever. Looking to the healing properties and benefits of catnip for your own personal use and take part in the loving nature of the Most High. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace.
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace. And I'm back with the metaphysics of the moment. Starting off with the Nag Hammadi Library, the Gospel of Thomas. Fragments of the Gospel of Thomas. These are the secret sayings which the living Yeshua spoke and which Didymus and Judas Thomas wrote down. And he said, whoever finds the interpretation of these sayings will not experience death. Yeshua said, let him who seeks continue seeking until he finds. When he finds, he will become troubled. When he becomes troubled, he will be astonished and he will rule over all. Yeshua said, if those who lead you say to you, see, the kingdom is in the sky, then the birds of the sky will precede you. If they say to you, it is in the sea, then the fish will precede you. Rather, the kingdom is inside of you and it is outside of you. When you come to know yourselves, then you will become known and you will realize that it is you who are the sons of the living father. But if you will not know yourselves, you dwell in poverty, and it is you who are that poverty. Yeshua said, the old man will not hesitate to ask a small child seven days old about the place of life, and he will live. For many who are first will become last, and they will become one and the same. Yeshua said, recognize what is in your sight, and that which is hidden from you will become plain to you. Recognize what is in your sight, and that which is hidden from you will become plain to you. For there is nothing hidden which will not become manifest. Yeshua said, Blessed is the lion which becomes man when consumed by man. And cursed is the man whom the lion consumes, and the lion becomes man. His disciples said to him, Show us the place where you are, since it's necessary for us to seek it. He said to him, Whoever has ears, let him hear. There is light within a man of light, and he lights up the whole world. If he does not shine... He is darkness. Yeshua said, A city being built on a high mountain and fortified cannot fall, nor can it be hidden. Yeshua said, Preach from your housetops that which you will hear in your ear, for no one lights a lamp and puts it under a bushel, nor does he put it in a hidden place, but rather he sets it on a lampstand so that everyone who enters and leaves will see its light. Yeshua said, don't be concerned from morning until evening and from evening until morning about what you will wear. Yeshua told his disciples, when you disrobe without being ashamed and take up your garments and place them under your feet like little children and tread all them, then you will see the son of the living one and you will not be afraid. 
Yeshua said, the Pharisees and the scribes have taken the keys of knowledge and hidden them. They themselves have not entered, nor have they allowed to enter those who wish to. You, however, be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. And standing within the realm of ideas so that they can be actualized, I look forward to the word bitri. Bitri, bitri is the Hebrew word for youthful, youth, firstborn, bitri. A Benjamite, father of Sheba, a base fellow who started a rebellion against David after Absalom had been defeated and killed in 2 Samuel 21 to 22. Metaphysically, bitchery is an idea of life force and action, an idea of life force and action that is new and young in consciousness and has yet no true concept of value and power of love. It does not know the true concept and value and the power of love. It's the initial youthful idea and the force that brings those youthful ideas into action. But those youthful ideas sometimes don't know the true concept and the value and the power that's necessary and the love it takes to bring into fruition. And substance, the, the divine idea of the underlying reality of all things, the substance. Substance is everywhere present, pervades all things, and inspires to action. It underlies all manifestation and is the spiritual essence, the living energy out of which everything is made. Through substance, all the attributes of being are expressed. It sustains and enriches any idea that is projected into it. Divine substance is man's supply. Out of it he forms whatever he will according to his faith and understanding. By entering into the silence and acknowledging divine substance, affirming his faith in and oneness with, man become conscious of substance. The spiritual realization of divine substance enriches the soil or thought stuff of the mind. Yeshua considered divine substance the treasure field in which he could find the fulfillment of his every need. Every demonstration over mortal limitations is followed by a realization of infinite reality. When man puts away the belief in the reality of matter, there follows a realization of the presence of true substance, of which matter is a mortal concept. Hence, this thought stuff may be made active by holding an affirmation. The rich substance of the kingdom of the Most High is pouring its plenty perpetually into mind and affairs, and the I am in all ways prospered. And the meaning of logos, the word of God, the divine archetype idea that contains all ideas, the Christ, the Son of God, spiritual man and manifestation, divine mind and action. This supreme idea is the creative power 
and the Christ consciousness formulated by universal principle. The law of divine creation produces the order and harmony of perfect thought. Law puts the first things first. It's a rule of action. It's a rule of action. So it's necessary to actualize. An understanding of the logos reveals to us the law under which all things are brought forth, the law of mind action. Divine mind creates by thought through ideas. And the metaphysical meaning of law, the law of God is the orderly working out of the principle of being or the divine ideals into expression and manifestation through creation. Only spiritual things are eternal and real. All in harmonies and seeming limitations in the world are the result of man's error beliefs and thoughts, and man can eliminate them by eliminating error from his mind. He can do this by understanding that God's creation is all that there is and knowing it to be good. And this way, divine ideals are established in mind, and by the law of mind, action, they are expressed. Thus bringing into manifestation the perfection that ever existed in the ideal. The law of mind action may be described in three steps. Mind, idea, manifestation. First, there must be mind. Second, everything exists first as an idea in mind. Third, the inherent power and intelligence in the idea causes it to act or express. And when it is expressed, we have the manifestation. To serve the Lord is to keep the divine law, the law of right thought. It has come to be recognized as a law of mind action that men become like which they behold. They, they manifest that which they mentally see. One who knew this law wrote, nothing foretells fortuity like the thoughts over which we brood. The heart is the subconsciousness of man. The laws of Jehovah are written on the heart by man's meditating on and realizing spiritual ideas as the reality of his being. And the metaphysical meaning of being, in its metaphysical sense, being is composed of wisdom, will, and consciousness. It takes all of these to make what we term God. And man stands in this Godhead as will, as will. Ideas exist eternally in wisdom. They are made manifest through will, and the manifestation is called consciousness. Thus, man being the faculty of will in the supreme Godhead, it is through him that the universe is brought into manifestation. That which is brought forth is consciousness, a thing made. And going back one more time to the Nag Hammadi Library to the Gospel of Thomas, Saying number six, his disciples questioned him and said to him, do you want us to fast? How shall we pray? Shall we give alms? What diet shall we observe? Yeshua said, do not tell lies and do not do what you hate. For all things are plain in sight of heaven. For nothing hidden will not become manifest and nothing covered will remain without being uncovered. So it's time for you to actualize what you realize and to manifest your best 
in Yeshua's name. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. Yourself got stuck, hit club, get free, no cost for entry now. Who can be whatever it is you want? Cause nothing is out of your scope. You got it.
blessings and grace. And I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Woman's Wednesday. I'd like to show some love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music. Bodhisattva featuring Rachel Claudio, All I'm Asking. Rough Draft and Flaming Gnosis, Double Time. Binker and Moses, Valley of the Ultra Blacks. Stas the Boss, You Got It All. Sun Ra, Godspell, Steve Paradise, Zoltan, Sister Iowa, and Sister Habesha, come to the session tonight. F Soul Greens, Zaki Ibrahim, Do the Thing Right, Star, Revolution On, Zuri Aura, The Rubicon, Saint Germain, So Flute, Sarak, Fear is a Mind Killer, Dan Key, Toil, Queen Omega, Real Lioness, Sierra, Level Up Remix, featuring Missy Elliott and Fat Man Scoop, The Mixtapers, featuring Georgia Ann Muldrow and Dudley Perkins, Flowers, Flowers Bloom, Sister Iowa, Wake Up, Hugh Masekila, Grazing in the Grass, John Nine, Baptized, India Iree, God is Real, The Whitefield Brothers, featuring Bajaka, Earthology, Sarak, The Little Spaceship, and John 9, Prosper. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth. Ground, build, give. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all.
Thank you.